0: Welcome to the Upstate New York Knicks Podcast. This is Mo. I am the Upstate New York Knicks fan. And I'm just going to give y'all a quick little season preview. Today is October 19th, 2022. The Knicks play the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. We are all looking forward to it. But I basically want to go over the storylines I'm watching for this season. And maybe I should be watching for them too. Um, before I get started, you know, obviously want to shout out folks who supported me. So that's the Gene Co Sports Show. That's Toxic Goober's Gaming. But yeah, let's let's get into this. So the first thing I'm looking for for this season, the first thing that I'm watching is the battle at shooting guard. So Evan Fournier is the starter, in the Tibbs, but I just can't see IQ and Grimes. Um, Neither of them competing for his minutes seriously. And I'll even throw Cam Reddish in there. Obviously, Cam plays three, but RJ can play the two and the three. So he's a little versatile, a little more versatile. Cam could play some four, so he might, you know, fight for minutes there. But basically, I see that block of minutes as Evan versus IQ versus Grimes versus Cam. So, Grimes is going to start off with the real disadvantage. He has the foot injury coming into the season. So, that's going to be interesting to watch. See if, um, you know, Cam and IQ can make up for that lost time. I do like IQ playing with Obi off the bench. You know, they're able to play with an incredible tempo that cannot be matched. However, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of that. But, yeah, that's the first thing I'm looking for. Um, Second thing. Jalen Brunson. So this is, was our only big free agency move. Obviously, we brought in um, Hartenstein too, but Jalen was really the the move. That was the big improvement, and it was needed. We needed a point guard. Point guard had been a weakness of ours, and now I believe it's a strength. I think you know a real case can be made that the best player on the court for us is Jalen Brunson. Obviously, I'm going to go with Star J because I have a bias that you all know about. But, you know, Jalen Brunson can do it all. He can pass. He can penetrate. He can, you know, draw doubles. And he makes the right pass consistently. So I'm looking forward to, you know, watching him play um, with this team. I think just his presence alone is going to make the game easier for RJ and Julius. Um, specifically Julius, but I'll save that for another point. But, you know, I'm looking forward to Jalen Brunson's debut, but also seeing how he plays with the team throughout the season. I think just his presence down the stretch when we struggle, just down the stretch we really struggle to create offense. I think having a creator like him is going to make the game so much easier for RJ and Julius um, In the second game of the preseason, R.J. got nine points in you know, the first half simply by standing in the corner and catching shoot because Jalen was able to do so much with his playmaking. So I'm expecting more of that from Jalen Brunson throughout the season, and I'm looking forward to it. Number three, the third thing that I'm looking for is Julius Randle's rebirth. Look. I know a lot of us, a lot of folks, if anybody's listening to this, you know, Julius has not been our favorite player. Um, He booed you, you know, hurt your feelings. I get that. He was not playing well last year. He just was making a lot of the mistakes he had made, you know, two seasons ago versus the, you know, MVP candidate season. And, you know, those mistakes need to stop. But I think the addition of Jalen is going to add to that tremendously. For whatever reason Tibbs was comfortable playing with no point guard last year and basically gave the playmaking responsibilities to Julius and Alec Burks and some to RJ, but it was mainly those two. But I think that's a formula for failure. Julius is not a playmaker. He's a bucket getter. He's a scorer. Um he is someone who you know, he catches, he shoots, he catches, he drives, he catches, he dunks. He can score. And we need to put him in that role. And I think we're gonna do that now. Um, two years ago, you know, obviously Elf was starting, but closing games you had Derek Rose last year. We didn't have that because he was hurt. Um he is coming back, so we're looking forward to having him back. But you know, I think Derek being back, but more Jalen being present. Just having those folks to close out the games is just going to take the ball out of Julius's hand, and that's where he's best. Not that he's some kind of off ball slashing threat, it's just that by the time he gets the ball, the decision needs to have already been made. You know, two passes, then get it to him, or, you know, he's cutting to the basket, Jalen finds him. He's really good at finishing in traffic, especially with both hands, but I just think we. Put him in a position to fail last year, and that's exactly what he did. Um, I think this year he's going to do a little better, but you know his production is going. is something I'm looking forward to because I do think he's going to produce more this year. Um, number four. So actually, I have five points. I think I said four earlier, but five because number four is the birth of Star J. I'm expecting this to be R.J. Barrett's first all-star appearance this year. If you look at it, he's doing everything right. So he put a focus on free throw shooting in the offseason. So we'll see if that pays off. In the preseason, it wasn't looking stellar. But I think just improving his free throw percentage would get his scoring from 20 to, you know, 22, 23 points a game. But more, now that he also... Like Julius is in a role where he doesn't have a playmake. He can just worry about getting his buckets. He can just worry about, you know, breaking down defenders and attacking the basket like he does, you know. Everyone knows he's going left, um, and he's going to go left until you stop it. And when you overplay his left, he's not afraid to use the right because he's a really good basketball player. I think him, Julius, even Evan, um, Mitch, obviously I think everyone's going to benefit from having Jalen on the court, especially down the stretch. But I just think RJ's in a position where he's, in my opinion, the first option. But other teams may view him as the second or third because of Jalen and Julius. And I think that's going to allow him to take off. Um, I have really high expectations for him this year. I think last year he finished with 26 and 3. Um someone correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm expecting at least 23 this year. Um the assist numbers might stay low. Um same with the rebounding, but I just think his efficiency numbers are going to just skyrocket. We're putting him in, you know, positions to win where he can catch and shoot, where he can catch and drive, and he's a bucket getter, so I think he's going to get that. Um, I don't think he's going to lapse on the other end of the court as well. Still long, still rangy, still very good with his feet. Um, I think he's, you know, our second best wing defender behind Quentin Grimes. But, you know, that's not saying much, obviously. I don't know if you all know me, but I think really highly of Quentin Grimes. I think he can be the best defender in the sport really he just has to feed the hands he has everything you want in the defender but RJ is a close second I think he's that good on the other end and you know he he has the makings to be next two-way superstar he can be that Paul George that Kawhi Leonard you know he's somebody who can really impact the game on both ends of the court and I'm looking forward to him doing it and last but not least the last thing I'm looking for is or forward two is the trade deadline so the knicks you know struck out on donovan mitchell stockpiled all these assets to you know get mitchell we didn't get him i'm glad we didn't get him uh i don't want to rehash this but you know any price with rj in it was too high for me i know some of you are like no we should have gotten rid of rj and grimes and just you know threw the brink's truck at mitchell um i disagree with that but whatever What's more important is going forward at the trade deadline, we're in a real position to be good players. If the team is, you know, above 500, competing for a playoff position, we have the pieces to add someone without giving up much. You know, we have several first-round picks. We have several, you know, young assets like Jericho Sims, like Miles McBride that we can use to add, you know, maybe a star. Uh, What we end up doing with it, I'm not sure. Um, if the team isn't competing around the deadline, I don't think we'll be buyers. We may even be sellers. Um, I'm thinking of Evan and Julius, you know, sending them to competing teams. But I think we're gonna be buyers around the deadline and I think if there are any names that are, you know, on the move around then you have to include us just because the amount of draft capital and young talent we have on the roster. Um, it'll be interesting to see what teams do around the league. I'm looking at Portland. I'm looking at Orlando. I'm looking at OKC. But you have teams with, you know, big talent that I think are going to underachieve this year, which is a whole nother thing. But, you know, big talent can only lose for so long. Um but, yeah, those are my biggest points. Those are the things I'm looking forward to. I have Julius Randle's rebirth, just the presence of Jalen Brunson, that Evan versus IQ versus Grimes versus Cam debate. You know, who's going to solidify that position? Um, star Jay Barrett, <laughs> and the star that we will get to see born. And then, lastly, the trade deadline. This is my season preview. Obviously, I got the Knicks going 82-0, and but in all seriousness, I think we're going to win 45, 46 games. I think we're going to be around the sixth or seventh seed. Um, I think we're going to be barely a little better than the play-in. Um, the East is just so deep this year, and unless we make a move, we really, you know, we're behind the pack. But that's okay, because, you know, we're still a young team. We weren't going to be better than Boston or Milwaukee or Brooklyn anyway. You know, they just have too much talent we're still getting our feet together we're still building up um I do think we have the potential to have a Memphis type run where you know you have a young team that's hungry that can you know shock a few folks in the playoffs but for now I think you know we we should just play hard uh trust in our stars trust in the coaching and then you know see what comes from it thank you for tuning in um that's pretty much all I got You know, let me know what you think. Comment, tweet, do all that. You know, send it to me um, in the chat. But, yes, my name is Maurice Brown. I am the Upstate New York Knicks fan, and this is the Upstate New York Knicks podcast. Thanks. Peace.